Pagi hari ini kami mengucap syukur kepadamu Tuhan. This morning we say thank you to God. Pagi hari ini kalau kami duduk mendengarkan firman-Mu. Today if we sit in your house today and listen to your sermon. Hidupkan firman-Mu melalui Roh Kudus. Make your uh, words alive through the Holy Spirit. Supaya setiap kami bisa mengerti firman. So we all can understand your words. Terjemahkan kami sesederhana mungkin supaya kami bisa mengaplikasikan firman-Mu pagi hari ini. Help us so we can um, obey and listen to your words and do it in our life. Dalam nama Yesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Saudara boleh duduk, Suwe. Pat, kamu boleh buka itunya. Maskernya. Masker, that's it. Boleh saya, ter- boleh saya perkenalkan Patrick? So, so, may I introduce my son, Patrick? That's good, yeah. I got so many sons here. I got so many sons. Let me tell you a story, a short story about Patrick. Come on, Patrick, here. Come. Yes, good. When I met Patrick 16 years ago, he was a pretty black-skinned guy. He's better now. He's better now. He's more handsome. But he's a smart guy, very smart, because he got a photograph memory. Very smart. Smarter than me, knowledgeable. Then in my thinking, I don't believe that he can believe in Jesus. Because he's too smart. So many arguments with me. But one day, I saw his life change. Not because of us, but because of the Holy Spirit. That's why we call this place the right place to grow. If you have someone outside who really doesn't believe in God, thinking that, that they are smart, remember Patrick. <laughs> remember Patrick. Now he married, he got a son. No. Hey, daughter, daughter, sorry. Sorry, come on. Patrick, thank you. Thank you so much, Patrick. You are such a blessing for us. Come on. Okay. Are you nervous? No, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, my first crash course in this translation ministry, <laughs> so yeah. I was he worked as engineer. Yeah, for many years. All right, good. Hari ini kita punya topik mencari keledai yang hilang. Today's our topic is about looking for the missing donkey, lost donkey. Saudara, sebenarnya ini jadwalnya Ruth di dalam 1 Samuel 8. Actually, today is a root schedule in the first Samuel chapter 8. But karena root selalu, terlalu sibuk, jadi saya ambil alih dengan 1 Samuel 9, saudara. Because root is busy, so I'm taking over for today in 1 Samuel chapter 9. Karena saya tidak bisa rubah jadwal mereka yang sudah saya berbulan-bulan sudah saya kirim dengan topik yang sudah saya tentukan. Because I cannot change all the topics, the schedule that I have arranged. Jadi minggu depan Ruth akan kembali ke 1 Samuel 8 dan hari ini kita akan lihat 1 Samuel 9. So next week Ruth will coming back to visit 1 Samuel chapter 8. Saudara, ketika Anda baca 1 Samuel 9, Anda tidak pernah berpikir dalam sebuah kejadian kehilangan sebuah keledai mendatangkan sebuah peristiwa yang luar biasa. Well, when you read 1 Samuel chapter 9, you will never thought that 
reading about the donkey that's gone missing will can lead you to something extraordinary. Terkadang kita berpikir hal-hal yang spektakuler dimulai dari hal-hal yang besar. Sometimes we think all the big things, spectacular things, uh, start from something big. Tetapi dalam kejadian ini, kejadian extraordinary dimulai dari hal-hal yang sederhana, saudara. But in this story, something extraordinary start from something that is mundane or simple. Bahkan ketika saudara dan saya sedang mengalami gangguan, frustasi, putus asa. Even we had struggle or we feeling hopeless or give up. Tuhan memakai struggle anda untuk memenuhi purpose dia God used the struggle to fulfill his purpose on us Hari ini kita melihat bagaimana Tuhan memakai kehidupan sehari-hari untuk mengarahkan kita kepada rencananya So today we look at how God uses our day-to-day life things to fulfill his purpose Patrick akan bacakan di dalam 1 Samuel 9 ayat 3 dan 4 Saudara I think we have Patrick you can use. Ah, is not that good anymore. Uh, ah, now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. So Kish said to Saul, his son, "Take one of the young men with you and arise, go and look for the donkeys." And he possessed through the, he passed through the hills, country of Ephraim, and passed through the land of Salisa, but they did not find them. And they passed through the land of Salim, but they were not there. And they passed through the land of Benjamin, but they did not find them. Banyak kejadian dalam hidup kita ini di luar kontrol kita, saudara. There are many things in our lives that beyond our control. Terkadang tanpa disengaja atau direncanakan, masalah itu timbul di luar kontrol kita. Sometimes things unplanned or things that without beyond our control can just appear right in front of us. Kita sering merasa putus asa atau frustasi atas gangguan dari masalah yang kita rencana yang tidak kita rencanakan dari semula. Sometimes we are feeling hopeless and facing those struggles in front of us. Tapi kita harus percaya kalau semua itu dalam kendali Tuhan. But we have to trust that everything is in God's control. Tidak ada sesuatu yang boleh terjadi dalam hidup saya, eh, saudara dan saya secara kebetulan. There's nothing in our lives happened by coincidence. Di sisi lain, terkadang kita merasa jenuh dengan kehidupan yang sangat rutin. Sometimes we feel bored in our day-to-day things that we do in this life. Yang seolah-olah tidak memiliki arti secara khusus, saudara. Which we probably think is got no special purpose or meaning. Kita merasa bosan dengan kehidupan yang sepertinya berjalan berputar-putar tanpa tujuan. Sometimes we think we just go around and around without any destinations where we going. Dengan kata lain, banyak kejadian dalam hidup ini seperti mencari keledai Saul yang hilang. So metaphorically, this is the story is actually very much in parallel with the story of the missing donkey. Dalam kisah ini, Saul tidak pernah mengira kalau dia keluar mencari donkey ayahnya yang hilang. Well, Saul never think that he was looking for the donkey. Kejadian ini membawa dia untuk menjadi bagian dari sesuatu yang lebih besar. This story leads him to something even bigger in his life. Sementara Saul mencari donkinya yang hilang. While Saul was looking for his donkeys, Tuhan sedang merencanakan sebuah pertemuan antara dia dengan Nabi Samuel 
untuk menobatkan dia menjadi seorang raja yang pertama di Israel. While he was looking for the donkeys, God was actually arranging him to have uh, meet with the prophet Samuel to anoint him as the first king. Tanpa kita sadari, apa yang kita sedang lakukan sehari-hari adalah bagian dari kerajaan Allah yang sedang Tuhan bangun. Without us realizing it, the things that we do every day actually in, is still in part of God's uh, building His kingdom. Saudara satu kali Rasul Paulus mendorong atau memberikan semangat kepada jemaat di Efesus. So one day uh, Saul, uh, the, Paul. The, Paul, the prophets actually giving us in the Ephesians chapter 2. Di dalam Ephesians chapter 2, uh, di Ephesians 2 ayat 10 dikatakan demikian saudara. Petri kamu baca. Uh, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should work in them. Dikatakan bahwa saudara dan saya diciptakan di dalam Kristus Yesus. It says that we are all created in Jesus Christ. Saudara untuk melakukan satu pekerjaan yang baik. To do a good things. Yang dipersiapkan Tuhan sebelumnya. That God, that God has prepared from the beginning. Sebelum anda lahir. Before we are born. Sebelum anda menikah. Before we are married. Saudara, dia mau supaya kita hidup di dalamnya. He want us to live in in that purpose. Jadi tidak ada satupun peristiwa di dalam hidup saudara di luar kontrol Tuhan. So there's nothing in our life that is outside God's control. Semula Saul mengira hanya mencari apa keledainya yang hilang. Saul think that he's only looking for the missing donkeys. Tetapi dia menjadi satu bagian yang besar dalam sejarah Israel. But he becomes one of the biggest part in the story of nation of Israel. Oleh sebab itu Roma 8 ayat 28 mengatakan. So Romans 8:28 says that in we, in we now know that for those who love God all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Saudara, apapun yang terjadi dalam hidup Anda, masalah apapun yang terjadi dalam hidup Anda. So whatever happens in our life, all the problems that we have, semua itu dapat bisa mendatangkan kebaikan. Sesuai dengan rencana Tuhan semula. God can pull something good out of those struggle to bring His glory. Bagian yang kedua, saudara, Tuhan bekerja melalui latar belakang keluarga anda. God works through your family. The second point. Di dalam satu Samuel 9 ayat 1 dan 2, Patrick bacakan. Uh, first Samuel 9 verse 1. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish. The son of Abiel, son of Zerah, son of Bakarat, son of Alfia, of Benjamin, a man of wealth. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a handsome young man. There was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he. Setiap kita memiliki sejarah dan latar belakang dari sebuah keluarga. We all have a history and background for our family. Apakah anda suka atau tidak suka latar belakang keluargamu? Allah menetapkan anda dalam keluarga anda bukan secara kebetulan, tapi karena dia punya alasan. Whether you like it or not, God has placed you in that specific family. Saudara, di dalam kisah Rasul 17 ayat 26 dikatakan, 
in Acts 17, verse 26. And um, he made one man, every nation of mankind, to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. Saudara dikatakan Allah sudah menetapkan hari-hari ataupun waktu-waktu di mana anda tinggal, anda hidup dan di mana anda tinggal. God has placed and determined everything where we live now. Saul dalam perikop ini tidak muncul begitu saja secara kebetulan. So Saul doesn't appear in this readings just by any chance. Allah sudah menetapkan latar belakang keluarganya. God has placed a specific family background for him. Tuhan memberikan Saul tempat di mana dia tinggal dan bahkan memberikan penampilannya lebih ganteng dari semua orang pada zaman itu. God has placed where he live and also he's got a blessed with a, uh, a good physical appearance than any of the men in Israel that time. Jadi Saul bukan hanya dari keluarga berasal dari keluarga yang berada tetapi dia juga orang yang paling ganteng pada waktu itu. So not only he comes from a wealthy family but he was also terribly handsome. Dia dia hanya sebagai dia adalah Uh, sesuatu yang ideal untuk menjadi raja Israel pada waktu itu. He was an ideal and perfect man to fit as a king of Israel that time. Tetapi saudara, satu kali Tuhan menolak Saul. But then God rejects Saul. Saudara tidak peduli latar belakang keluargamu. It doesn't matter what your background is. Sekalipun kita lahir dari keluarga yang miskin ataupun paras tubuh kita tidak sempurna saudara even though we are born from a poor family or um, not good physical appearance from that family saudara kalau saudara mempertahankan integritas dalam hidupmu Allah akan memakai engkau sebagai purpose untuk purpose-nya dia if you maintain your integrity God will certainly use you for his purpose kegagalan Saul saudara adalah bukan karena penampilan dia, bukan karena latar belakang keluarganya yang cukup kaya, tetapi karena karakternya. So Saul failures is not because of his family backgrounds, but because of his integrity. Anak muda saya katakan anda, sewaktu anda masih muda anda struggle untuk bisnis. Uh, young people, if you struggle with your business. Kalau Anda berhasil, jangan pernah menjual integritas Anda demi kepentingan Anda. If you succeed, do not sell your integrity for your personal gain. Saudara, setiap kita diberikan Tuhan kesempatan. It's once of us given chance by God, tapi jangan menjual integritas kita demi untuk sukses. But do not sell our integrity for success. Saul adalah contoh Raja yang sempurna, tetapi ditolak Tuhan karena tidak taat sama Tuhan. Saul is a good example of perfect king, but he was rejected by God. Yang ketiga, Tuhan bekerja melalui orang-orang yang telah ditempatkan di sekitar anda. God works through the people that surround you. Dan saudara kita lihat ayat 5 sampai 10 ini cukup panjang. Patrick akan bacakan. Ah, for Samuel 9:5, when they came to the land of Suf. Saul said to his servant who was with him, Come, let us go back. 
lest my father cease to care about the donkeys and become anxious about us. But he said to him, Behold, there is a man of God in this city, and he is a man who, has, who, who is held in honor, and all that he, say comes, uh, he says comes true. So now let us go there. Perhaps he can tell us the way we should go. Then Saul said to his servant, But if we go, what can we bring to the man? For the bread in our sacks is gone, and there is no presence to bring to the man of God. What do we have? Then the servant answered Saul again, Here, I have a, uh, with me a quarter of the shekel of silver, and I will give it to the man of God to tell us our way. Formerly in Israel, when a man uh, went to inquire of God, he said, Come, let us go to the seer. For today's prophet was formerly called a seer. Saudara, sementara Saul putus asa karena sudah tiga hari tidak menemukan donkinya yang hilang. So Saul was giving up uh, looking for the donkeys for three days. Dan dia memutuskan untuk pulang ke rumahnya. So he decided to go home. Lalu pelayannya menyarankan untuk pergi ke satu tempat rumah Nabi Samuel. But the servant suggested him, let's us go to see Prophet Samuel. Samuel, eh, Saul keberatan karena pada waktu itu mereka tidak bisa mem, tidak membawa apa-apa untuk Nabi Samuel. So Saul was reluctant actually, but because they don't have anything to bring to present to. Karena pada zaman dulu, saudara, kalau seseorang mau datang kepada hamba Tuhan, dia membawa sesuatu untuk hamba Tuhan ini. So they, in the ancient times, uh, when you go to see prophet, you got to bring something. Tapi pelayannya bilang, don't worry. Aku masih ada uang. Kita beli sesuatu untuk kita bawakan kepada Nabi tersebut. But the servant say, don't worry, I do have few coins, we can give to him something. Saudara, dari sini kita belajar satu hal, saudara. Bahwa teman dekat kita atau support system itu penting untuk Tuhan, eh, untuk menjadi kepanjangan tangan Tuhan. So from this point, we learn that Uh, the support system, our good friend around us, is very important as the extended hand of God. Saudara, sering sekali kita punya teman yang selevel dengan kita atau yang lebih tinggi dengan dari kita. Sometimes we have a friend that is uh, in our level, but sometimes those who have more in higher level. Saudara, kalau cari teman harus segala level, saudara. So if you look for friend, find in every level if you can. Tuhan selalu bicara kepada Anda melalui teman yang di bawah level Anda. God often speak to us from somebody and someone says uh, below our level probably. Saya bilang sama saudara dari pengalaman saya jadi hamba Tuhan dan saya baca firman Tuhan, Allah selalu pakai orang yang di bawah level Anda untuk bicara kepada Anda. From my experience, God always using someone that is we think we higher than him and then God speak to through, through him. Ini di luar konteks. Satu kali ada seorang panglima namanya Naaman. So there was an army general Naaman. Saudara satu kali dia kena kusta. Uh, he contracted a le- uh, leprosy. Dan kemudian pembantunya, pembantu istrinya bilang kalau boleh Tuhan pergi ke Samaria untuk bertemu dengan seorang nabi di sana. So the servant of his wife said, uh, maybe you can go to see uh, a prophet in Samaria. Singkat cerita saudara, nah Aman mendengarkan 
saran daripada pembantu ini dan akhirnya pergi ke Samaria dan dia disembuhkan di sana. So Naaman listened to his servant's uh, suggestions and he went and then he got healed. Kenapa Tuhan selalu pakai orang yang di bawah kita untuk bicara kepada kita? Sometimes God always uses someone that we think low of him but kadang dia tahu kalau kita sudah sudah sukses kita sudah kaya kita tidak pernah mau dengar nasihat lagi. Because sometimes when we are very successful, we don't want to listen to him. Kalau saudara bisa berteman, berteman segala level. If you can find a friend, find friend in every level, in every society. Saya punya teman dari pendeta yang sukses sama yang sampai pendeta yang struggle, saudara. I have a lot of friends from those successful as pastor to the those who struggle. Tapi saya lebih suka spend waktu saya dengan pendeta yang struggle karena saya tahu Tuhan bisa bicara melalui dia. But I often spend my time with those who struggle because I know God speak through them. Jadi jangan sampai saudara lupakan hal ini. So don't forget about this. Yang keempat Tuhan bekerja dalam waktunya. Number four, God works in His time. Okay, kita lihat di dalam satu Samuel sembilan ayat empat belas sampai ayat sebelas sampai empat belas. As they went up the hill to the city, they went. Uh, they met a young woman coming out to draw water, and said to them, "It is the seer here. Is is the seer here?" They answered, "He is." They answered, "He is. Behold, he is just ahead of you. Hurry! He has come just now to the city because the people have a sacrifice today on the high place." As soon as you enter the city, you will find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he comes, since he must bless the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. Now go up, for you will meet him immediately. Saudara, ketika mereka mendaki sebuah bukit, lalu kemudian mereka bertemu dengan beberapa gadis yang sedang menimba air pada waktu itu. So they walk up to the Uh, town in the hill, and they met some young girls who were about to uh, fetch the water. Saudara mereka bertanya kepada gadis tersebut, dan setelah diarahkan oleh gadis tersebut, maka mereka pergi ke tujuan mereka. So they asked those ladies, and finally they just followed the destinations that was uh, told by those ladies. Saudara, ternyata Nabi Samuel baru saja tiba kembali di kota tersebut. It just happened that Prophet Samuel just arrived in the town. Sementara Saul dan pelayannya telah mencari keledai selama tiga hari, saudara. While Saul and his servant was looking for the, they were looking for donkeys for three days. Waktunya tepat sekali di mana mereka bertemu dengan Saul dengan Nabi Samuel. It was just the right time for them to meet with. Saul to meet Prophet Samuel. Jika mereka satu hari lebih awal akan terlalu cepat. If they one day too early, it will be they will miss it. Kalau kalau hari satu hari kemudian, saudara, maka sudah terlambat. If one day they are late, if they are late for one day, they will be they will also late and miss that. Opportunity. Jadi ketelatan tiga selama tiga hari itu adalah satu rencana Tuhan. So the delays in time for that three days is actually in God's plan. Hari itu 
Bukan secara kebetulan. Di mana Nabi Samuel sedang berjalan ke arah mereka. So that day is not coincidence. It was just happened that God arranged that Samuel was walking toward them. Saudara terkadang kita marah karena penundaan waktu, saudara. Sometimes we get really upset when there is a delay in time. Kita sering kehilangan kesabaran karena waktu. Or we lose our patience because of the times the delay in time. Kita menganggap kalau waktu itu sangat berharga. We think the time is money precious. Selalu kita mengharapkan sesuatu yang convenient tanpa susah payah. We always want something so convenient that without we work very hard to get it. Tetapi dalam peristiwa ini waktu kita bisa tidak tepat tapi waktu Tuhan sempurna Saudara. So in this story our time probably it's in delay time but according to God it's always his time and it is right. Dia memakai penundaan waktu Untuk menggenapi rencananya. He used that delay time to fulfill his plan. It's not about donkey, saudara di sini buk. Kehilangan keledai merupakan sebuah kejadian yang Tuhan pakai untuk mempertemukan Saul dengan Nabi Samuel. So missing donkey was just an event for God to arrange so then Saul can meet Prophet Samuel to anoint him as a king. Banyak kejadian dalam hidup saudara dan saya ini di luar kontrol kita yang membuat sering kita frustasi, putus asa, dumel. There are many things in our life that will just frustrate us and making us feeling hopeless. Tapi saudara harus belajar melalui penundaan waktu Tuhan bisa menggenapi rencana dalam hidup saudara dan saya. But we have to learn in this delay time God will do something. Saya ulang lagi, tidak ada sesuatu peristiwa yang secara kebetulan terjadi dalam hidup Anda. There's nothing coincidence in our life. Tuhan dapat bekerja melalui latar belakang keluarga Anda. God can work through our family backs. Tuhan bekerja melalui orang-orang di sekitar Anda yang Tuhan sudah tempatkan. God works through the people that God has placed uh, in around us. Dan Tuhan bekerja tepat pada waktunya, dalam waktunya. And God will always work according to His time. Kita lihat bagian yang kelima. Rencana Allah selalu mendahului keadaan saudara. So point number five, God is ahead of you. Kita sering sekali mengalami masalah penundaan waktu saudara. Dan selalu kita punya plan B ataupun rekakulit saudara. We always face those delayed time. And often we do recalculate the things, plan some things. Tuhan tidak pernah. But God never does those things. Membuat rencana yang baru atau recalculate bila anda terjadi dalam apa bila terjadi penundaan waktu dalam dirimu. But God never recalculate those things when He does something to you. Karena rencana Tuhan selalu mendahului keadaan saudara. Because his plans always goes before you. Bacakan di dalam 1 Samuel 9 ayat 15. Now the day before Saul came, the Lord had revealed to Samuel the heart. Yeah. Saudara, 
Sebelum, sebelum hari di mana Samuel bertemu dengan Saul, Tuhan sudah kasih tahu kepada Samuel. So before Saul actually met Prophet Samuel, God actually told uh, Prophet Samuel that he is about to meet uh, Saul to be anointed as a king. Apa itu kebetulan? It's not coincidence. Amsal 16 ayat 9, saudara, kita bacakan. So Prophet 16 verse 9 says that the heart of a man plans his way. But the Lord establishes His steps. Saudara, apapun kau rencanakan tidak salah, tetapi izinkan Tuhan yang menentukan waktunya. Whatever that you plan is not wrong, but God is the one that determines the time. Kalau saudara hidup bersama Tuhan, pasti saudara punya kesabaran untuk waktu. So if you live with God, you need to have a patience. Anak muda, kalau anda pulang Indonesia, start doing business. Young people, if you're going back to Indonesia and start your own business. Kalau orang di sekitarmu sudah berhasil, anda jangan pernah berpikir, gua juga bisa berhasil. So if you think people around you are really successful, and you also want to be successful as well. Saya bilang, sukses itu. Satu journey, saudara. Satu perjalanan yang cukup panjang. So I said, success is actually a journey. Izinkan Tuhan bawa journey itu supaya anda bisa hidup bahagia. So that, in that journey, it's the the plan is to make you happy. Jangan lihat di sekitarmu. Oh, si A sudah berhasil, si B sudah berhasil, dan mau anda mau tunjukkan anda pun juga bisa berhasil. Uh, do not look at around you just because they are successful. So you wanna show off your success. Kalau saudara percaya Tuhan, dia tidak pernah bekerja dengan cara demikian. If you believe in God, He doesn't work that way. Dia selalu mendahului rencanamu dan dia tahu kapan waktu engkau untuk berhasil. He always goes before your plan and He knows in what time you'll be. He will make you successful. Ini. Dengar apa yang saya katakan saudara. Mendingan kita waktu muda susah. Tapi waktu tua kita senang. Daripada sebaliknya. Sewaktu muda kita senang. Sewaktu tua kita susah. So listen to me. It's better to be um, a struggle man while you're young. Than becoming a successful man when you're still young. Because you tend to make. Mistakes of yeah. <laughs> Tuhan akan memberi yang keenam. Tuhan akan memberi tahukan kepada anda apa yang harus anda ketahui. God will tell you what you need to know at the right time. Di dalam 1 Samuel 9 ayat 17 dikatakan saudara. In the first Samuel 9:17, when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord told him, "He is the man of whom I spoke to you. He, he, he it is who shall." Restrain my people. Berkali-kali saya dan istri selalu sarankan anda punya hubungan pribadi dengan Tuhan. Often me and my wife always telling you to have a personal relationship with God. Tuhan sering sekali bicara kepada anda bila perlu dia berbicara kepada anda. God often speak to you if He really needs to talk to you. Saudara, waktu Samuel ketemu Saul, Tuhan bilang itu orangnya. When God talked to Samuel. He said, "That's the man." Ketika Saul mot buka mulut, katakan kepada Samuel, "Donkey gua hilang." Sebelum dia buka mulut bicara itu, Samuel bilang gini, "Donkeymu sudah ketemu." 
So even before Saul opened his mouth to tell what his problem to Prophet Samuel, Samuel said, "Your donkeys been they've been found." It's wonderful, isn't it? Dia tidak tahu apa, tapi Tuhan kasih tahu. Katakan kepada dia, donkinya sudah diketemukan. Even though he doesn't know, he tells straight away the donkey's been found. Tuhan akan melakukan hal yang sama kepada anda. God will do the same, the same thing to you. Kita selalu menginginkan semua informasi di depan, saudara, di muka, tapi Tuhan tidak bekerja secara itu. We always want the information beforehand, but God doesn't work that way. Pada saat anda perlu tahu, Dia akan beritahukan kepada anda. When you need, then He will let you know in His time. Oleh sebab itu tugas anda dan saya membangun hubungan dengan Tuhan. So it is for us to develop personal relationship with God. Apa yang kita belajar hari ini, saudara? What we learn today? Kejadian kehilangan keledai Saul hanya merupakan sebuah kejadian yang Tuhan pakai untuk menggenapi janjinya kepada bangsa Israel supaya mereka menobatkan dia menjadi raja. So the story of a missing donkey is just an event that God used. To anoint the first king, as the people Israel ask for that. Setiap kejadian atau masalah dalam hidup saudara, saudara harus yakin bahwa Tuhan ada purpose untuk itu. So in every struggle or problems, we do know that God has a purpose in it. Saudara, di awal seri satu Samuel saya telah membahas tentang krisis kepemimpinan. So in the first Samuel I have talked about the crisis in leadership. Hari ini kita melihat bagaimana Tuhan memilih seorang raja bagi Israel. So today we are looking at how God anointed the first king of Israel. Meskipun dia tidak setuju tetapi dia memberikan kepada mereka juga. So even though he disagrees with that but he still fulfill that. Saudara, kadangkala kita minta sesuatu kepada Tuhan Dia tidak setuju, tapi dia tetap kasih kepada anda. So sometimes we ask to God, even though He disagree, but He still does the carry that out. Yang resikonya adalah ketika kita tidak bisa maintain kita punya integritas, saudara. So the reason that is that if we cannot keep our integrity, ketika kita tidak taat kepada Tuhan, when we disobey him maka kita jatuh and we fall perhatikan orang sukses itu selalu punya filosofi sendiri A successful men often tend to have their own philosophy itu yang Tuhan marah sama kita that what makes God can get angry with us dia tidak punya problem dengan orang yang gagal tapi Tuhan punya problem selalu dengan orang yang sukses he doesn't have a problem with those who fail, but he does have a problem with those who succeed. Oleh sebab itu, coba belajar untuk membawa journey itu, melibatkan Tuhan di dalam journeymu untuk supaya anda bisa sukses. So therefore, in our journey, always bring God so we can be successful. Karena Dia punya rencana semula dalam hidup saudara dan saya. Because He has a plan for us from the beginning. Tuhan berkati Anda. God bless you all. Thank you Patrick. Thank you.